What's going on, everybody? It's your boy J Omega, the washed ambassador, the Cybertron Don, the camouflage god, Mr. BX all day, Mr. Ready uh -huh. Set Go, Hip Hop's Behemoth, Young Heisenberg in the building as well, Daddy Wash Legs, Lil Poppy Ortiz, Smacky Chan, mm -hmm. the Big Blood. You know what time it is when you hear that. Oh. That's at J Omega S on every social media network. Yeah, what's going on, beloved? It's your boy Sire. The Wash got himself the hoodie season representative banging on my chest. King of the backhanded compliments, all first verse. Sir Sire, Duke of Worcestershire, dripping in spinal fluid. Spinal! Scotty Peppin, Smackavelli, Smacky Robertson, Washadamas, the bad guy in the podcast bully. You guys know you can find me on all the medias that are social at Sire on the beat. You bitch. And this is the officially street podcast. We do not have Cherry in the building. Um, we Shout are holding it down. Shout out to Cherry. And we do have some dope episodes lined up for you guys. While mm. you're here, go to officiallystreet.com for all things street official. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at TOS Podcast underscore SO. Like us on the Blood Clot Facebook. At Facebook.com slash Officially Street. And remember, anywhere you can find Mute a podcast, you could find us. And if you're a, a, a bigger fan of us, yeah, I mean, you could find us on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Cherry is holding that page down, OnlyFans.com slash Cherry Poppins and Friends. And then also we're on Patreon at Patreon.com slash um, TOS Podcast. Yeah, yeah, Mizzle. There's all Fact. kind of exclusive content on there, be it audio content we had when we used to interview people before mm. covid um we had would you rather games all kind of exclusive stuff man you can go in there and literally catch up for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and months i mean we've yeah, had this that go back it's like, years probably like a good two years yeah it's definitely years worth of content on there for eight dollars a month whether it be only fans or patreon so if you want to support us over here at the officially street podcast keep the lights running and get some exclusive shit. And get some exclusive content. Like, and listen to some shit that you don't, it's, you know, the great thing about us is most of it is all comedy. And no matter what, you'll be laughing. Even if it's something that's relevant to things that were happening ago, like a long time ago, you could go back and listen and be like, yo, these niggas was cutting ass on Drake back in the day. Like they used to talk wild shit about this one. Like, like also don't don't you want to be in on like the inside jokes? Like, listen, I just spoke about, you know, these little underwears that I was wearing on the uh, precast. Yeah, I'm not going to hear about it unless you go ahead and subscribe. You feel what I'm saying? We take and then a we can laugh about it. You know what I mean? It feel exclusive on Twitter and people are like, what y'all talking about? Like, oh, so you're not on the Patreon. <laughs> you're not on the OnlyFans. Ugh. Shout out, to the, shout, shout out to the people that are signed up to both That's the Patreon and the OnlyFans or either or. And shout out to those of y'all who are getting that exclusive content. Yeah, I mizzle. So listen- uh, since we don't have Cherry on the show, our thoughts are with Cherry. Shout out to Cherry. Definitely. Um, we thought we would take this episode a little bit differently. We're both artists. Mm -hmm. Um, Sayer, a former rapper, now um strictly producer. Uh, me still a rapper. Former and producer. Former producer. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Back mm -hmm. in the day, Omegatron. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> Eight, 18-year-old Mega was getting niggas' asses. It was different. But I really was. You know what I'm saying? That's you kind know, of a cult classic, by the way. Yo, time, it is. It is, man. Times, if times you know, have you changed. Know. If you know, you know, man. But mm. times have changed. And, you know, yeah. we thought we would kind of give y'all an episode that talks to 
you know, that aspect of us. Cause you know, we, mm-hmm. we come on the show and we, a lot of times we, a lot of our listeners know that we're artists, you know, and mm-hmm. they've heard our music. Some of them haven't, you know, we might play some at the end, you know, that's that you might've produced or it might be my song or whatever. So we kind of keep the music intertwined with our podcast always. But at the same time, we haven't really just kind of spoken about us in a while. Mm-hmm. So I figured we just do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely, man. Because, you know, it it doing this show, you know what I mean? Doing the podcast and, and, and doing the music thing, that's like two things that just kind of like keep me motivated to, you know what I mean? It kind of gives me some type of energy. Right. You know what I mean? And, and I kind of thought it would be kind of dope for us to bring it into the show so people could kind of understand us a little bit more. Right. But, um. Speaking of motivation thing, like what keeps you motivated throughout all this? Like we could keep it strictly just music. I know mm-hmm. I bought it in the podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep it strictly music. What keeps you motivated with the music right now? Honestly, bro, you and <laughs> um other 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 artists that are not the rappers mm-hmm. have actually been keeping me motivated, and I'll tell you how and why. Right. Mm. You as a producer, as a beat maker, and as someone who has an ear for um, the sound of music and how to make it better and, you know, things of that nature, like you have the ability to really build great relationships with the artists you work with because Mm -hmm. you're not just like, all right, here go your beat and it's over. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, you root for them, you know? So you'll post somebody on your page like, yo, He's up next. Mm-hmm. Shorty's up next. Shorty got this fight, you know, because you're working with these people and it, it, it's their dope relationships. So the music reflects, right? Mm-hmm. Another an, uh, another example is Adachi, right? Yeah. He is a, a videographer, right? He is not only nice with the camera, but he's nice with the editing. Mm-hmm. He has a vision. He's a director all in, all you know all the way through. So. You know, him, same thing, posting, yo, just did a video with so-and-so, just mm-hmm. did a video with so You know, these are not the artists. Mm-hmm. You know, the artists, the, the interaction with the artists isn't really it, but it's kind of seeing people show love to other people that mm-hmm. they're working with or just, even if they're just in the camp, like, but everybody is kind of working to make sure everyone eats. That's the type mm-hmm. of shit that motivates me because I see that and I'm like... Yo, it's really, it makes me click it and look into the person. And then actually, if I'm really interested, like, yo, this is dope. Like, Boo Boo the Prince would be a good example. Mm -hmm. You know, had no idea who this guy was. And, you know, you have produced from, you know, Mm -hmm. fucking, you know, Quiet is Kept at the time, had a whole project with him. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I'm like, you know, to show love to you, I'm going to go listen. And I'm like, yo, I actually like this kid, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then that, that, got me a little bit more motivated like yo I kind of got to get on my shit like yeah, yeah. you know it reminds me that I'm not the only one out here that's got a pen and that's got the ability to be dope like mm-hmm. so it keeps me on my toes a little bit and um it motivates me because I'm like yo honestly artists they're gonna go they're gonna go up for themselves no matter what yeah, like yeah. when artists come to me and they like yo listen to my shit do this mm-hmm. and then I listen and I feel like yo I'm uh, you know, even whether I feel I'm better or not, sometimes that'd be my way to judge. Like, I really don't have no, what I have to prove out here? Like, mm-hmm. I'm listening to everybody's shit and it's not really it. Like, it's not about it being 
crazy dope. It's about the camaraderie you see mm-hmm. and how hard the team is going. Yeah. That makes me know I this person is dope. Like it doesn't matter if the music is fire or 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 you know the illest shit ever or whack. It or none of it matters at a point. Mm-hmm. It matters how hard the team is going for you. It lets me know your character. Like, yo, okay, this nigga is, he must be it because mm-hmm. he is actually, he got people doing this, that, and the third for him and working for him. And I can see it. I can see it reflecting because these are people that I trust their opinion, I value. Mm-hmm. So that's the type of shit that keeps me motivated because I want that. I want yeah. people to go that hard for me. I want people to ride for me that way. So it's like, yo, I, I have to continue doing this because no matter what, I'm going to, Make sure I'm good, whether yeah. it be with rap, whether it be with my other many hustles. Like I'm always gonna make sure I'm good. But what keeps me motivated with rapping in general is that, like, yeah. you know, because rap is honestly what started everything that I do. You know, so it's like no matter what it is that I do right now, whether it be graphic design, whether it be the podcast, you know, like it's all a derivative of wanting to be a rapper yeah so i got you um i'll say with me is i'm kind of looking at the landscape of the game now and um it's no longer just a young man's game Mm -mm. um you know i felt for a long time i had to force myself to make music for the younger kids because you know i'll be around my daughter you know i mean i'll be around her friends i'm I'm hearing what they're listening to and it's not what i'm listening to Mm -hmm. although i do listen to a lot of the shit that they listen to, but they listen to that every day. Like, there's days where I'm just like, yo, I'm going to throw a boogie on. Right. You know what I mean? And then there's some days I'm just like, I'm going to listen to Ransom today. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. But I'm looking at it now, and, and there's dudes that are getting on older and are, like, making moves, and they're older. You know what I mean? Like, for a long time, I kept telling myself, yo, if I don't do this shit by 30, that's it. They ain't going to take me serious. You know what I mean? And then... I start looking, I'm just like, yo, wait a minute. This nigga's getting nominated for a Grammy for the first time. Ever. And this nigga's 43. Right. And this is his premiere album. You right. know what I mean? Or this is the first album that he's finally like just cracked. The nigga had 10 projects before that. But this is the one that did it. And this is the one that they're like, oh, this is it. And he's like, yo, this is, he's 43. You know what I mean? And, and I'm just throwing a number out there. But it's just good to see because now I see that like, yo, I... I can still kind of just make what I want to make because a lot of these niggas, the, the one downside of it is that these niggas have to work. Right. Like you just got to keep going. And But the beauty of it is they're making what they want to make compared to an A Boogie who's, I, I'm going to give you maybe, you know, an album and an EP in a year and that's it. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be some of the greatest shit that you've ever heard. Right. The independent niggas, like, they're just like, yo, I'm going to continue. This shit is working. I'm going to keep giving y'all this shit. And boom, 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 it's going to keep working. And y'all going to. So why can't I, like, I at least try to go in between both lanes still? And I don't have to feel dated. Because sometimes I play some of these beats for the kids when they come to my crib. And they're just like, yo, wait a minute, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, right. what's it? Like, I let them hear the, the shit that I sent you. And you was immediately like, nah, I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play. I said, let me see if. Maybe, you know, maybe Jay and I are bugging. Maybe it's really not as fire as we think, but... Nah, yeah. 100%. You know, I played it, and the niggas was just like, yo, whoa, wait, wait, what? Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the niggas yeah, started, yeah. yo, he doing started doing this. He yeah. started, yeah, yeah, yeah. And nigga grabbed the belt buckle. I said, oh, no, nah, I might have something. <laughs> you know when niggas grabbed the belt buckle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They grabbed the belt buckle. I said, oh, 
now I might have one. And then when the bass hit, this nigga said, oh, and then they started hearing the skipping. And yo. yo, both of them just looking at each other like, oh, and then looking at me. And here I am, their friend's father, yeah, exactly doing this shit. Exactly. But I'm not going to do it all the time because I'm also not going to make shit just for y'all. But right. it's cool to know now that I can, I, I could do this shit, I could do that, and I could kind of like find that happy place. And w- one last thing is, I heard a story of a, of a dude that, you know, I, I might be working with, I actually have to tell you about that. But like he started out like us. Mm-hmm. He was just a nigga that was just rapping. He was around people. People knew who he was, but he just never really he got wasn't, yeah. he wasn't there. Right. And then eventually he started getting around even more people and started getting noticed. And he was still working his job mm-hmm. and doing what he needed to do. But eventually he realized, like, oh shit, I'm making enough money with this. I could quit this job. As right. long as I just keep busting my ass, and that's what he's been doing. And now this nigga's moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the stories that I look at, like, damn, if we just keep going i know shit looks crazy right now because i'm looking at this nigga and i'm like yo he's i I don't know his age but right he's 36 37 right and he just cracked yeah doesn't mean he wasn't doing what we what we're doing right now it's just he finally was just like it was finally his time yeah so it's dope to see and that's what kind of keeps of course like you said my family all that all that motivates me but the thing that keeps me out of that depression is i can make what i want Although I might have to bust my ass a little bit more, I could still do this shit. Yep. And that's also kind of why I love us linking up so we can do something yep. outside. So it's all creative. So that I'm I'm motivated right now. Like I, I want to continue working. Although shit is moving a little bit slow, I'm motivated to work because I can see that. Like, yo, we you can see the reward that you're gonna yeah. get at some point. As you know, as long as you keep doing Mm -hmm. what you're doing and working as hard as you could work and putting Mm -hmm. out as much as you can, Mm -hmm. not just musically, but just as far as output, Mm -hmm. as far as work, your sweat equity that you putting into this entire brand that is you, as long as you do that, you will eventually see the benefits of it. And you know what? A lot of people be like, yo, that's corny, Like, but Mm -hmm. you eventually, like, you got to know when enough is enough. And it's like, you do have to know when enough is enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you, as an individual, have to know when enough is enough. People Mm -hmm. have to stop putting everybody else in a box just because you would be capped out at 35, Mm -hmm. let's say, doesn't mean that another person who happens to be 35 but is in an entirely different situation as you Mm -hmm. has to also be stopping. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, everybody is different. I really love that we see a different example, like so many different examples now. Like, it used to be, okay, you had one or two examples. You used Mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, well, Rick Ross is a little older and, Mm -hmm. oh, 2 Chainz is a little older. But now it's like, you got a whole elite mm-hmm. of artists that are, are tearing everything up right now that are all old, a little bit older and mm-hmm. products of generations of older generations. I mean, even artists like Drake, you know, he's not getting younger, mm-hmm. you know, none of, no, nobody's getting younger. And obviously not saying that they're old, but like you see some of those artists that were coming in the game when they were 24 mm-hmm. and a little bit younger, like getting a little bit older, but still, killing it like you see big sean like still delivering amazing albums you got kendrick lamar's and j cole still you know we're we're kind of waiting on every you know these are still like ogs and Mm. they're the younger ones yeah you know so then you got other artists that are breaking in 
and destroying everything that are older than them. Mm-hmm. The Griseldas and the Bennies and the mm-hmm. Benny being one of the youngest ones, yeah. you know? And you see that and you say, damn, man, there's really examples. Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Past three years been going crazy, but Freddie Gibbs been out like He's twenty been, years, like mm-hmm. seven, you know, however long, mad long, you know. From back when but, the the CTE Jeezy days, that nigga was out there, mad long, and but niggas didn't know who he was, yeah. and it's like, yo, okay, now he's buzzing, but it's like. He, he's only buzzing for one reason, because he never stopped. He could have mm-hmm. been stopped ten years ago and said, "Well, I did, you know, it never worked out for mm-hmm. me," and and that that would have been true, but. You you do yourself a disservice if you don't continue to just do what you do. And I think what you said was important and it's something that I realize as an artist as well, you know, you have to stop chasing yeah. what's gonna catapult you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, well, I gotta do this because this is what's hot. I gotta do a song where I'm skipping my feet and all mm-hmm. of that shit because this is what's hot. Niggas wanna hear that. Okay, yeah. That may or may not be true, but if that's not something that you wanna eat, sleep, and shit every day, yeah, yeah. don't do it because mm-hmm. you're, not, you're never gonna be able to hustle with it. Like, exactly. You're never gonna be able to really, like you said, yo, this niggas that able to quit their job, but that's because they eat, sleep, and shit every day and they're hustling so mm-hmm. that they could maintain. Yeah. But it has to be something you want to do. So it's like, yo, I'm not trying to just chase this. And, and But but there are those times where I hear the beat and it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I still, this, I want I want it mm-hmm. because it's talking to me. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, so I fight with the, I fight with knowing, well, I used to fight with knowing that sometimes my mind doesn't just stop with what I like. Yeah. Sometimes I can I can enjoy and and want to replicate some other shit that has nothing to do with my style, but I want to replicate it just because I can. Mm-hmm. And you and I are now figuring out how we can do that and still keep it, you know, still keep my brand separate from that. And, mm-hmm. you know, but we're figuring that out. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, my next thing is, do you want to keep going at it? Like, do you feel, are you one of those people, like, all right, I'll speak for me. One of the reasons why I'm not stopping is, all right, although my life is slowly coming together where I want to be and where we want to be, we're going in the right direction. I just know, like, all right, if I just stop the music shit and just really focus and really hustle and just kind of bust my, but that means I got to sacrifice this shit. I, that's the one thing that I, I can't stop because like yo, I'm already here. Like I'm already kind of seeing something. Yeah. There's a little glimpse, you know what I mean? So I, I can't stop, but the shit is tough. Like I do have my moments. So I'm just like, yo, you know what? It was a cool run. You know what it, I do? It, hmm. Um, and it looks bad to certain people because they don't understand. It's almost like keto. It's almost like me with keto. Mm. Like I have to take breaks from certain things in order to focus on other things mm-hmm. with the knowledge and understanding that I'm going to come back. But it's a risk. It's a gamble. It's my version of gambling because mm-hmm. you may not always come back. Some things you get comfortable without. Like, mm-hmm. yo, all right, I'm going to take a break. Like if I'm doing keto, in my mind, I say, yo, I'm taking a break from rice, sugar, mm-hmm. new, this, this, this. I'm taking a break. I'm going to come back, you know, yeah. whatever. And I do. And that's what keeps me sane about it, you know? So with music, sometimes I'm the same way. Sometimes I lack motivation, inspiration, funds, time. Sometimes I lack all of that. 
And I have to be honest with myself that I'm no good when I'm lacking those things. When I don't have time to record, um, it irritates me because... Mm -hmm. I mean, who wouldn't it irritate? You got all these lyrics, you you got songs written, you want to go record them. So when you don't have time, you, you're irritated. When I'm irritated, I don't want to do yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, just in general, human beings, like, yo, I'm irritated. I don't feel like getting skippy and, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like a vicious cycle. And what I have to realize is, yo, okay, I'm not going to be able to dig myself out of this right now. Mm -hmm. Let me take a break. Let me not worry yeah. about, yo, you got to be listening to beats and you got to be writing. Mm -hmm. Yo, when you driving, fucking put a beat on and, mm -hmm. and, and be thinking the lyrics. And even though you don't want to do it, yeah. do it because you got to. It's like, you know what? Nah, let me, let me take mm -hmm. a break and let me focus on whatever else I can mm -hmm. focus on right now. Whether that be my nine to five or, you know, one of my several other side hustles. It could be, yo, let me actually try to build up my graphic design page or okay let me actually work on a whole bunch of podcasts now set myself up for mm -hmm. the you know for the next few weeks or you know whatever it is get my finances together i just take the time and focus on it and then what i have to do is allow myself to come back and say all right you know what now that i got my shit together here i actually do have time now to go listen to some beats write mm -hmm. do whatever you know okay whether it's a small window or not i got it and i figured it out and mm -hmm. now let's now let's use that time and let's focus on this yeah. and i might be taking time away from something else mm -hmm. but i consciously do that so it's never really it's it's never been about whether i want to quit or not mm -hmm. it's 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 always been how long am I going to put it down before I eventually don't want to come back until, until I make a con like now it's like, yo, there's no time limit. There's no mm -hmm. like, yo, when I'm 35, when I'm 37, it's like, no, no, no. Like I'm always going to do this shit, but it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to kill myself to do it. I'm not going to yeah. die on a hill that is not serving me. Then, what it's serving, what it's serving me is when I am happy and in the mood to do it, mm -hmm. it pleases me to do it. You gotcha. know what I mean? I I never I ne I never have forced myself at this point now that you know now that where I'm at in my life, I don't force myself anymore and say, yo, yo, all right, nah, fuck that. I know you only got an hour, Jay, but yeah, I know you ain't eat all day. Nah, man. You know what? You'll eat when you die, nigga. Let's sit down. <laughs> sit down. Put a beat on. Because you know what? We all know it don't work like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. I can listen to a beat for an hour and not write one thing yeah, down, bro. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like a failure because it's like, damn, what did you? What was you doing for that hour? You know? Sometimes I just got to know that. Like, yo, nah, man. It's not. It ain't going to. It's, it's just not going to happen. You know what? When I'm motivated, it's going to happen and I'm going to use that time that I have when I have it. But... You know, for me, it's not about, yo, do you want to keep going? Hell yeah, I'm always do it because it just makes me happy to do yeah. it. But I have to make sure that my I'm good, mm -hmm. my mental is right, so that when I'm doing it, I don't feel miserable about it. Yeah. You know, because it is right now, it's not, it's not the career. We're trying to work to build it to become the career. Mm -hmm. But I'm now realizing, like, you know what? Okay. As an artist, I have mad music. I've been making music for mad long. Mm -hmm. I'm good at that. 
What am I not good at? That's what I got to just focus on. What am yeah. I not good at? What can I do outside of music that might actually build mm-hmm. for me and I don't have to sit there and like be trying to reach for the start? Nah, maybe I already did it. Maybe I already got that hit and it's just nobody, you know, yeah. look with Lizzo. You know, Lizzo broke out with a three-year-old record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually happened with a few artists and I'm they're all escaping me right now, but... This is a good example. You got, yeah. you got a record that's been out for a few years. You always hear the artist that the song came out six months ago. And right. And the, now- The Busted uh, Challenge. Yeah. Uh, the Busted Challenge. And uh, what was the L? Um, uh, 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 not L. Not what's Yeah, you got me beat, bro. This shit with the- the um, the get back or some shit. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. One of the R and B chicks, but it was another record that was like two or three years old, and then it came back out, and it was like, oh shit, this shit mm. is hot now. Um, but anyway, that's the type of shit I'm on now. It's like, yo, let me focus on, you know, hey, let me focus on the podcast. Mm. Let me focus on maybe um, writing for other people, whatever it might be. Yeah. I'm always come back, but it's just like, okay. At what point am I going to be overwhelmed with everything else mm. that music gets drowned out? Because it it will eventually happen, but it's not going to happen because I it's not going to happen because I said, "Yo, now nah, I'm 38 and mm-hmm. it's over." It's just going to happen because I no longer want to do it. Yeah, and it could just be because, yo, mm-hmm. maybe something else is popping off so big. Mm-hmm. Fucking maybe Lil Poppy's Coquito is popping off mm-hmm. so big that it's like, nah, how can I ignore this shit? Like yeah. this is okay. I, I'll I'll be a rapper forever You know Mm -hmm. I'll always have the ability To rap And it is what it is But let me focus on What's serving me right now Mm -hmm. Like You know And maybe one day That'll happen That'll probably be The only time Where I'm like all right, I'm done Cause I'll still Even if I'm not Pursuing it Like you have now, but you have be... also accomplished something now that you also love doing. Exactly, and so it's, exactly, it's not yep. a bad you know thing. You just, you, you know? just, you just. I, I liked, I like to just make sure that I'm doing something that's gonna serve mm-hmm. me. Like, what is, what am I getting back out of this? Because I put a lot of time and effort into all of this shit without getting anything in return. Yeah, anything but the 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 temporary recognition that mm-hmm. I'm onto something, yeah. you know, but you get that and it kind of stops there. And then eventually you figure out like, okay, but what's going to get me the fucking, you know, five bedroom, three bathroom mm-hmm. house that I want, yeah. you know, is it going to, is it going to just be me mm-hmm. trying to be a rapper or mm-hmm. is it going to potentially be, you know, four other things mixed, yeah. you know, maybe four other hustles I build that you know actually work the machine and get me mm. what I actually want and hey who knows if years down the line I come back why because there is no time limit on this shit anymore and you and we see that today mm-hmm. now let me give you uh, an example and it is a it is well this is kind of really back it is a good thing to take a break mm. and I've learned that because um, for a lot of 2020 um, I made probably some of the most money I've made off of music. I probably ever did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From, I had a few placements on, you know, some labels. Sure, they weren't huge, big time artists, but I was thankful for it because 
yo, a check would come in. And I'm just like, oh shit. It was something at, real. Yeah, I was just it like, was oh, something shit. real. You know what I mean? And so I made the money, but what ended up happening was is I was burning myself out. Because mm. I was trying to make a beat a day. My beat stars was just ringing off, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, at the end of the year, like, I kind of was just like, I'm burnt out. Yeah. Like, like I would sit down and make a beat and I'm just like, I feel like I'm forcing this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then I make something and I'm just like, I'm just going to give it to the people, whatever happened, happened. I start realizing my numbers is kind of that. And then when I make some shit, niggas would start coming back and mm-hmm. the likes was coming back. And then, and then I finally was like, yo, you know what? Let me just kind of fall back. You better when you happy though. You it, better when you in a good state. And I'm not saying it because there's people that's like, yo, when I'm in the worst when I'm at my worst, I write better and music. And sometimes that's whatever. true as well. And that could be true. That's and that true could be well. true. But you gotta, you gotta. It's still not forced. You have it's to still live something, life to get there. Exactly. It's still something that you are dealing with your struggles, and mm. that is how you're coping with it. The yeah. reason the music is so good mm. is because you're not forced into writing it. It just comes out because this is how you're feeling. You feel this way because you lived a circumstance yeah. that dealt you to, you know, yeah. that drove you to feel that. That way you can't just sit down and be like man i'm about to write a heartbreak record mm. if your heart wasn't broken yeah, yeah, exactly. because i mean all right cool maybe you can but bro you're forcing it mm. you know you're, you're you're reaching in the d- deepest darkest depths of your soul when you don't really have to i mean yeah. you know this a lot of for me mm. i see that i'm not able when i give like writer's block and shit mm. like that i'm not able to write when i'm not doing anything like when i'm not living i feel like you know yo we spoke about this a while ago but you know before 2020 we was moving around we was living life moving around moving around the way we ended 2019 ridiculous yo we was moving imagine if that shit would have kept going and that's but you know and for me that's the con that's what i that's content that's like yo i'm gonna write about you know i was here and i yeah i was here doing this i was with so-and-so i mm-hmm. seen this uh, uh, ask uh, him, uh, uh. You, know ask I mean? him. I, you know what i'm saying like <laughs> 2020 bro yeah wasn't doing nothing but smoking weed mm-hmm. you know and that's and that's fine hey mental that's right that's fine I, I mean mental right and it, and there was a lot going on in 2020 like I say all I was doing was smoking weed because I didn't really allow myself to do anything more without being anxious about it yeah. you know any anywhere I went whether it was out to dinner brunch this that and the third it was always an anxious thing like COVID COVID had motherfuckers not wanting to do anything yeah but that wasn't conducive to me wanting to write mm. a whole lot of fly shit. Like, I put out two projects in 2020, and a lot of the shit was written from 2019. Mm-hmm. And it was old, you know, like the fact that I was even able to still put out two projects in 2020 and do as well as I did with the Coquito mm. and put out merch. I, I mean, I mean, I actually now, did a lot. But. Now, now, all right, just to kind of reel it in. So you kind of had the same thing like I did. Mm-hmm. 2020, although it was kind of a year where it was like, yo, we just got to get our mind right. We just got to survive, so on and so forth. You found a way to survive. Like, okay, the music did its thing. The merch did its thing. The Coquito, Coquito did its thing. You know what I mean? So you 
you was moving and grooving too. So now it's just going into 2021 with the same mind state, but just maybe doing things a little bit different. But and, I, yeah. and that's what I'm doing. Cause that's, that's why I want to reel back to what I was talking about the beat star shit. I didn't say all of that just to, to stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, yeah. No, trust no, no, me. No, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't enough for me to be like, yo, my job, I quit. But sometimes you got to take a break. I mean, and, 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 and I had taken a break from the music. And I had taken a break from the music in 2020 because mm. we ended 2019 on such a bang. Mm. 2020, like I said, those two projects that I put out were already kind of reflective of 2019. Yeah. So like 2020, I didn't really work on much music. Like I I didn't, like maybe three or four new, quote unquote, new songs. Yeah. You know, I didn't work on much music, but I spent the time on other things, you know, just getting my mental right. Mm-hmm. You know, I was smoking a lot, but it was helping me because it was helping me think introspectively. You know, I was working, but, you know, trying to figure out how I could compartmentalize and hear, Mm -hmm. figuring shit out. Like, you know, so the music, I had to, I had to take a little break and it actually worked out better for me. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to get your mom right. Um. I'm going to move ahead, though. Like, I know we've been kind of talking about, you know, what we've been going through, but what's been the best part of the journey for you? Because we, you and I, like, you know, we we met, you know what I mean, what? You were probably, what, 18, 19? Yeah, 18, 19. I was 20, 21, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here we are. So, like, we've, you know, first shows together. Yep, yep, yep. First interviews. Like, so we we've done a lot of dope shit that, like, not everybody gets to experience. Literally from the ground up is like is 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 real deal, holy field. Like Correct. we were in a basement. We thought we were getting ready to be opening <laughs> up for some sort of huge college concert. That. And it, it rained. got rained out. It rained out. Here we are in a basement somewhere mm-hmm. playing C D E F G <laughs> and bro, like we really had those times and like we went off as yeah. if we were still in front of a large crowd of people like you know doing our own little fucking rehearsals yeah, 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 yeah. and shit like I that and we rehearsed that shit bro interviews <laughs> you know a lot of a lot of firsts and mm. we we came from an era where like you know we you know we have a uh you know we have our, our guests later that we'll talk to um about this as well low shouts to low shouts to low um but you know, we came from an era where it wasn't like it is today. You mm. had to be thorough to a certain extent. You had to really prove yourself. You mm. had to be in niggas' faces. You had to battle. Mm. You had to prove what you were saying. You did what you were saying. And you know what I mean? Like, and um, so us coming from that era, for me, honestly, the best part of all of this shit is just kind of knowing that. I survived through that mm-hmm. and more and am coasting now yeah. just through my hard work and my and like and never quitting, never stopping. Like I look at a lot of other people and I'm like, damn, man, like, you know, you can see where people like kind of just fell off. Life happened. Things happen. You know, what I mean, life happens to everybody, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just like. Yo, we really held it down. Like at the end of the day, like, you know, there's a lot of artists where you look at them and you look at Jay-Z, you look at Nas, you look at mm-hmm. M, you look at and you know, others like like we spoke about, you know, Rick Ross now, whatever. These people have had long careers. Mm-hmm. 
you know, anything anything more than 10 years is long, yeah. man. 10 years is, you know, you, you whether you work in a job or you got 10 years at your job, like, yo, 10 years, doing something for 10 years is a long time, mm-hmm. man. Um, so to be an artist, like, yo, I look at how long I've really been rapping and trying to rap, and I'd be like, damn, like, yo, it's been like 14, 15 years of hustle, regardless of the world may not know that. That's fine. The world may not know that, but, but yo, I look at you, you know, we look at other people, like you said, yo, we knew somebody from back in the day and now they move. It's just like, yo, just knowing the amount of time I could have been a, uh, you know, I could be a, a overnight success to everybody mm-hmm. in the world, but just knowing like, yo, I put in a lot of time and effort. A lot of people haven't done anything in their mm-hmm. life for 15 years, bro. Like, and I could say whatever I regret, whatever, whether or not I become who I want to become as an mm-hmm. artist, it just knowing that I I committed myself to it and I mm-hmm. did damn good at it. And I know I could always say that um like yo, I I I, I reaped benefits from that shit just because it's like anything that i ever got i had to work for for it and that's dope man it's just dope to know man i I think it's a a, we have an advantage as people Mm -hmm. above everyone else because it's just like yo that shit is really crazy to think about nobody ever guaranteed us anything Mm -hmm. for what we're doing nothing you go to work you're guaranteed a paycheck yeah you know, there's a lot of things you do. You're guaranteed, sir. Nobody ever guaranteed us anything mm-hmm. from you being a beat maker or me rapping, you rapping, nothing. But we've been doing it this long, bro. Yeah. If that ain't faith and and, <laughs> and, and, and devotion, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know what it is. So, like, just for me, I look at it. I'm like, man, like, you know, we we are. This is that's something to be proud of, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I I used to look at it like, damn, man, I've been doing this for mad long. I haven't gotten anything out of it. No, I have. I I. I really have because people tell me all the time, yo, you're nice, you're this, you're that. It may not have been the right situation yeah, yet, yeah, yeah. but it's not like, you know, I'm doing all this and it has just weighed on me. And it's like, nah, like, yo. There's people who are enjoying it who have and every time, Exactly. And every time I do something, I get that praise. Mm-hmm. I get that love. So it's never. And yo, I've been able to get that praise and love for mm-hmm. over 15 years for this one thing that I've been able to do that roots from just literally my mind, like me, my ability to say, I want to, I want to rhyme some words and put Mm. a story together and, you know, take a beat. You sat there and Mm. put the time, put the beat together. And we all learned a whole lot of shit on our own. Like Mm. they didn't go to school for nothing. And if we did go to school, it's, it's still us putting time into ourselves. Mm, Figuring this shit out. And learn, yo, 16 years old, 17 years old, like, you know, like you see it with these kids doing the TikToks and shit. It's mm. like, yo, they put a lot of time and effort into their shit. We was doing the same thing. It's something to be proud of, man. Because it's like, yo, that's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of work, time, effort. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know no other way to put it. But I, th- I think it's something to be proud of. I think my, my proudest moment is just any time that like you went out, you and I went out, and you know we performed, and yeah, man, we got a reaction. Because remember, we be in the car like, yo, I think niggas gonna go crazy. Yeah, right? man, and the the one. The one performance that always stood out for me was the, the night that I won the shit. I mean, you already won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I didn't say nothing to the DJ. It was just one of them vibes. Niggas started hitting the lights when I was talking about turning the lights down low. But it was a moment. Yeah. And those are those things that like we watch on TV. Like, yo, wouldn't it be dope if you're in a room and 
this happened and yo that shit happened yeah. and we both got to experience it like that and we got to see that emotion yeah. you know what I mean although okay alright boom my shit ain't moving like that we we know we did something because we got this reaction it, it, it didn't come from out of nowhere yes it didn't come from out so of nowhere so we're doing something right you know what I mean because there are some niggas that we went out there and we just like yo yeah, you looking at yeah. like, yo, bro, nah, we went bro. to the joint 20, we had 20, it was like 24 different acts, and we mm-hmm. had, and we both was there, and um, and that and that's one of the, the legendary, um, the legendary picks that everybody sees where we both on stage, and, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that too, like, it's just, that reminds me like, yo, there's no, like, there's definitely no way that I could stop, because yeah. it's like, bro, you don't just you 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 don't um get the these sorts of reactions just mm. you know out of nowhere and you know when you work at something and you really put the time and effort in you could only get better mm. And I'm like, nah, man, like, you know, it's just you like I say, you do yourself a disservice if you stop, man. And and I you know, I can't wait to perform again. Yeah, I miss- but I know I'm wild rusty. <laughs> I Give know I'm time. wild. I remember you supposed to do a performance oh, in COVID. Oh my god. <laughs> and we trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> I was supposed to. And I was Things excited like, do we about have the that. lungs for this shit. Yo, I was excited <laughs> about it though. I was excited about it because that would have been an intimate thing. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been I wouldn't have really had to worry about damn I'm performing front of mad people that don't know me and man mm. i mean it would have probably still been but for the most part the people that are there want me there yeah yo this that is what i told yo okay so i want to say that i, I mm. do want to say i'm actually wilding so for me my proudest moment was actually probably getting booked for that because mm. what i had to realize was these people want me there. Yeah. I'm not performing for validation. Mm. I've always performed for validation. You know, I've always performed in competition with everyone else that's mm. performing. Yo, I'm showcasing my skills. I'm, yo, you know, I'm trying to stand out. Yeah. But you have to do all this. Like, they have can't to do they, none of that came for they me. They know at least one or two of your songs, and this person's gonna know one or two of your songs, and they're gonna hear more of this shit because they kind of like your shit already anyway. They're gonna, like, oh, I don't know this. Bro, they want love. They it, wanted it, to see I'm you. The, right? I'm the only one performing. I'm the headliner. They, mm. they want to hear J.O. Mega mm. music. Like, yeah. they know it already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that really felt good. So, I actually did get excited for it. Um, mm. Because I was like, yo, in the, in the beginning, and not to say I wasn't excited for it to begin, cause, to begin with, because I actually was, mm-hmm. but I was still like, damn, okay, I'm nervous. I don't, I'm kind of, I've never really put a set like this together. Because like yeah, I yeah. said, you know, most of the time I'm performing in competition with other people. They two, give three you songs. two, three songs. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I want to do it right. So it's, it was more nerve wracking than not being excited. But when I started to then chill and mm-hmm. think like, oh, they... I'm about to come out with the hits and they mind like, yo, like I remember I said, when this is dropped. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I've been, yo, I've been rapping for a long time. Like, mm. there's a lot of J Omega out there. There's a lot of projects. And mm. I and I'm like, yo, these they this is what they want. I'm like, yo, that is dope. And it was my first paid gig. Yeah. Honestly. So I'm 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 really upset that that wasn't able to happen. Shout out to everybody that was involved with right. Smoke Free Weekend, but um, it would it would have been dope, but yeah, mm. that was a very proud moment, man, because that is also uh you know a return on investment. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you want return on investment. You want to know that, yo, if I'm putting out X, I'm going to receive Y. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, that that's the... And just like I know for you, the satisfaction of selling a beat. Well, I was I was about to get into that. Um, it's... Now that I that I hung it up, it's still cool because I'm still getting my emotions, my feelings out there, and somebody's just helping me relay that message. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's sometimes like dudes just don't do it right. I just mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But whatever. But I've gotten to meet new people. I've gotten to get out to you know different places that I don't think they would have heard me if I was just rapping. Right? You know what I mean? So it's definitely dope and it goes back to what you were saying because now this person's following me all right i'm gonna post this j video now mm. and so now it's gonna, you know what i mean so like it, it's it's such a dope feeling to know that like yo what i'm doing is still kind of affecting people right. you know I, like my youtube page like i my numbers was booming you know what i mean and okay i still do decent i'm not where i was yeah but i also realized that's because i was you know kind of wilding back then mm-hmm. I was just really moving and shaking, and now I'm trying to move different. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a core group of people that no matter what, when I drop this video, they're going to be there. By the end of the day, it's going to get at least like 250 because those are the niggas that like, when they open it, what's new? Oh, shit, he dropped they're something. They're just going to go. Is that, it's so, automatic, yeah. So although it's just that, and then ultimately, you know, my numbers will start to climb, and then... But it's just kind of dope to see that I, I'm I'm doing something, although I'm not where I want to be. And again, I I can see it because I'm getting some opportunities. And by me slowing down, like, okay, I lost out on an opportunity because I slowed down too much. Yeah. But I wanted to be the smart nigga because we always hear about, yo, you signed a contract. Yo, you didn't read it. Right, right, right. So right, right. I'm reading this contract that's sent to me. I didn't know it's time sent to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are things that you learn in the industry. They just send you shit. Like, I just went through it again. They're like, yo, it's Thursday. You have something like this. Deadline is Monday. And I'm yeah. talking about have it in by this time, paperwork sent back, have it back in by Monday. Yeah. How much time do you have to read the paperwork that they send you? Especially if you don't have a lawyer and, and all kinds of yeah, just like, little old Not me. everybody has yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what happened is, is I learned because I like I read through it. I started, okay, let me Google. What the fuck does let this mean? Let me Google mean? these words and Google, see. Oh, okay. And next thing you know, you piecing it together. Yeah. A three-page document turns into six because you're trying to you trying to figure out what these three page mean. Exactly. So now what happened is, is now I learned because then I, I finally I was like, all right, yeah, everything like looks good in there. They're like, yo, the deadline was five days ago, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. Now, luckily, since I was, you know, I'm the person I am, I was still polite. Oh, pss, you know, I didn't even realize there was a deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you guys have anything else, I'm open. Boom. And they got back to me. Right. And that's and exactly. And that's the beauty. And, and there will the, always be new and opportunities. And that's the one thing that I've learned about slowing down. Look, when you slow down, okay, although it wasn't necessarily music, your music is still doing your thing, but the Coquito was moving. Right. Vision Graphics was moving. So you right. were still doing things. So like for me, although it felt good to have rappers reaching out to me and, and copping beats, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, I like a lot of them, yeah. but there's sometimes that I'm just kind of like, like, all right, bro, it, it, it was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now that I'm slowing down, it's a little bit better quality. I'm focusing. I'm learning. And instead of just like, yo, I'm just going to get this, bro, now that I'm slowed down, my money has slowed down. Mm-hmm. I even stopped blowing shit on like beat stars, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm gaining relationships which I'm is getting, important. I'm getting opportunities. You know what I mean? So it's still dope to know that like, all right, although I'm slowing down, 
I'm still in some people's eyes. Okay, sure, I'm getting a lot of dubbingtons. Mm-hmm. But there's ultimately going to be that one time. I don't know when that time's going to be, but I'm just going to continue to work. And what's dope is now there's, I've been given opportunities that I'm like, I can do that. But do I want to do that? Yeah. You know do what I mean? You like you want to do like that? Like I told yeah. you the one thing that was brought to me. I'm like, although it's dope, it's still kind of like, eh, yeah, it's a good look, but do I really? Yeah. And I'm learning that, you know, okay, the opportunity if it's still there, it's going to be there. Right. If not, it's cool. But it's cool to say no instead of killing myself to say, I need to do this. When I eventually do it, it's, oh, shit, you know what? That might be... Per- hey, you still looking for this? Exactly. You know what I mean? And again, it's it's a lot of doors that's being closed in my face and there's a lot of opportunities. And sometimes it's not major, but that little minor thing has linked me with this. Per- it's just about how you move and it's just learning along the way. And that's the part of the journey that I'm enjoying. Because right now, bro, it's just you and I. It's me at the end of the day. It's you at the end of the day with the podcast. It's the three of us. It's just us. Yeah. We're asking like, and we don't, we don't even really ask for advice. We're just trying to figure it out. We may have some moments like, yo, you know, you have your person. Yeah. Yo, something happened on my show. What do you think? We get stuff like that, Mm. but we're just learning. I think all of us are now on a journey and just figuring things out. We know we're doing something right. Whether it's this, whether it's that, but something is there and that's what I'm enjoying. Yes, outside of that, my life, there's days that, oh my God, I love everything and there's days when shit is in shambles. You know what I mean? But I'm just motivated because you just never fucking know, bro. You never know what's going to happen. That's why I tell you like, yo, bro, let's just make this music. Right. Whatever. Let's not make it as personal. You know what I mean? Let's just do... and, And I think... I think it's dope because now we're both kind of finding that fun lane again. Like, I would have never thought about making a drill beat until I jokingly made one to you. And you were just like, yo, this is actually kind of dope. Yeah. And I said, well, let me sit down and actually do this And actually shit. do it, yeah. You know what I mean? And is that going to be my bread and butter? No. I kind of know what my bread and butter is. But I also have the comfort comfortability to be like, I don't feel like making this today. Right. And that's when I'll go and make that beat that this person's asking me for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just, uh, it's just figuring it out. It's tough. It's hard. You have your lonely times because there's nobody. I can't talk to my wife about what's happening about this email that I'm going back and forth with. You're not going to understand. So it's me. And I don't have anybody. Luckily, you and I both kind of get opportunities. So we, yo, what happened to you with this? You know what I mean? It's just us. And I, and I love it because we're all figuring it out together. And I think that's this kind of goes back to when we were trying to figure out, like, yo, why can't niggas just put you on? Because they went through this. Yep. Now I go, like, now when niggas reach out to me for shit, I could just give you game, but I can't put, I'm not on. They literally went through the same exact process that, that you're going, going through, through. working, hustling, asking all the OGs, when is it going to be my time? Mm-hmm. When am I up next? What am I not doing? And yes. everybody tell you to keep working and you're like, nah, that's bullshit because mm-hmm. I've been working for 15 years. Yeah. I've been doing this. How long do you think I was working before I, mm-hmm. got, before I got my shot? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that, That's just really what it come down to when I watch that and I look at it. Like, like I said, I like that there's a whole lot of examples that you could choose from now, mm-hmm. but because it just lets me know, like, bro, I know where I'm at now. I could have never been 10 years ago yeah. just because I didn't know what I knew now. And for 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 it's the same thing for the next 10 years. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm 38, 40, whatever it is, 
I'm probably going to be in an even better position. And it's going to be because I dealt with some shit that mm. made me learn and develop and pivot. And, and you know, what I'm, you just never know, bro. You yeah. just never know. You just never know. And if you can, and if you can't, if you don't love something enough to be able to work hard enough for it consistently, then, you know, you, you're not going to get the same, uh, input from yeah. it but mm -hmm. um you know if you just continue to work as it doesn't matter what it, it might be a hobby you know it doesn't have to be something like you know hip-hop where you're spending so much money to try to put together mm -hmm. you know not nah, it could be anything it could be yo you wanted to have a candle business and you want to make candles and yeah. you know whatever it is man you can literally make a living Mm -hmm. off of whatever if you're willing to put the time and effort in and yeah. that formula is not um it, it's it's not set mm -hmm. there is no time limit i know they say yo put your 10,000 hours just in about to say. yes put your 10,000 hours in because all that shows is you're willing to continue to but after that 10,000 hours continue to put another 10,000 hours in another 10,000 hours in and just keep mm -hmm. working because at some point, as you're living life and as things are happening in the world, it could just be your time. It could have been somebody in your spot mm -hmm. for 15 years living their life, having their amazing moments. And it just wasn't your time. And something can happen to where, it's, boom, they move on. Next thing you know, it's your time. If you're mm -hmm. not there to step up, they're going to find somebody else. But mm -hmm. Yo, it's a, it's a huge world that we live in. There's so many people. There's so much money out here. There's so much. And it, I know it's it, it's easier said than done, but don't let yourself sink. Me, I have a whole bunch of different side hustles. I do mad different things. Mm -hmm. I edit podcasts for other podcasters. I mm -hmm. do graphic design for people. I do not only our podcasts and and music, but I you know put do the I do the coquito thing mm -hmm. and all of this shit. And and on top of having a nine to five and being a husband and all that shit. But I say all that to say this. I make the time that I need to for every individual thing and I figure it out. There are a lot of things I put down mm. because I just had to put it down, like video games. And I might come back to it for a little short, mm. you know, it just depends. Yeah, yeah, if I got to yeah. get my mental back, all right, boy, I might come, let me play this, you know. But you just got to be realistic about what you can and can't do. Yeah. So if you love something and you want to do it, you'll find the time to do it because there might just be something else you got to say, all right, well, I got to take a break and put mm. this, you know, but... Gems on top of gems. Yeah, man, Jewels. take a break. So um, we're going to get into this interview with, with, with Carlos Ferragamo, man. He is a dope artist from the Bronx. I actually grew up in the same neighborhood as him. He was um, closer friends with my older brother. He's he's a little bit older than me, but also another example of working hard. We had some good stories about, mm -hmm. you know, fucking fucking music generate mtv music generate, playstation <laughs> one like yeah. a whole lot of shit that just kind of is a reminder that age really ain't nothing you know mm. it, it doesn't really have as much to do with it as it used to back in the day and um so yeah man we, we appreciate him for coming through we thank y'all for listening without further ado um we'll get into this interview man 
But yeah, so I'm J Omega at J Omega S on every social media network. You guys know where you can find me and all the medias that are social at Sire on the beat. And we'll be back with another episode next week. We out. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy J Omega. That's at J Omega S on every social media network. You're you know, this is your boy Sire, the Wash God himself. You guys can follow me on all the medias that are social. I guess this is on me. It's your boy Los Lawrence 718, aka A Borders, repping at 718 Park Chester BX Barrow, keeping it thorough. You know, East Side, peace city, we ride till we beat. I eat. Yo, to the Bronx <laughs> Boogie <laughs> family in the building. You already know. I was going to introduce you, but you heard him. You heard the man. Yeah, I mean, we got the man Los Lawrence in the building. Big low life in the in, the, in the building. East 177 representing. Sir. You see what it is. Mm. Where can they find you, though? Because you just said you know where you can find me I on realized all the I medias. Wild out and after then you, I was like, I really didn't want to do the medias, but then... Eh. And then you didn't say anything. That's why, I, that's why I was waiting. Like, well, wait a minute now. I realized you didn't. And I was just like, oh, I wild out. It's just, yo, you know when shit is just moving, you like... It's muscle memory. So I was just doing this. I was like, oh, no, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's man. all good, though. But as y'all have heard, we got our guy, Los Lauren, in the building. You feel me? This has been actually a long time coming. We yes, have sir. done a lot of work together. He and I have history. You feel me? We both grew mm-hmm. up in the, in the same hood. Um, and so, yeah, I think you've you, you've produced for him a, a couple yeah, times, a, back, you know, yeah, a couple yeah. joints. You know, we we I think we at this point, um, I don't even think we've done a record. We got to. We got to figure it out, but um, this is a long time coming. We got to tap in, man. We got to tap, tap in, in. But, but 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 here we are, man. You know what I'm saying? And and we welcome you. We appreciate your your time. Mm-hmm. You have Thank an you. album Thanks, coming out, right? You have an album coming out this Friday, actually. When this, as this drops, drops, as this episode mm-hmm. drops, <laughs> this album will be coming out today. It's called Blue Roses. That's correct. Let's, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about the album. Let's talk about you, and and you know, let's 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 talk about everything, brother. Let's talk about. Okay. But the album is dropping this Friday. Um, how long have you been working on this album, this project? Uh, I've been working on it for maybe about like three or four months. Mm-hmm. The reason why I decided to put it out was um, I dropped Allergic to Failure last year on January third. And mm-hmm. due to COVID, it didn't allow me a time to tour and things of that nature. Everything was shut down with the exception of Atlanta. You places in Florida <laughs> I'm right now. So I was like, all right, let me get the people something new that they can vibe with, and especially for this particular season. So I put mm-hmm. together that Blue Roses joint. But essentially, Blue Roses, the way it is, is a concept album. And I never mm-hmm. in my life ever did a concept tape, concept EP, concept mixtape, period. Yeah, yeah. So as you can hear from the intro, when it comes in, it gives you an overview or a synopsis mm-hmm. of what the tape is about. So it takes you from, you know, dude from the hood, he meets mm-hmm. a girl. Next phase, they dating. Mm-hmm. After that, they going on different days, they splurging. But uh-oh, trouble with Happy Lynn. Mm-hmm. So now, shorty getting jealous because she might see me with another person I'm on the scene. Mm-hmm. We break up. And there's a track for each one of those. Then it, dis- it displays what happens after the breakup, like the thought process going in my head. And in addition to that, okay, the final song concludes with the happy ending for people. Because as we can see... On Friday, it'd be like what two weeks until Valentine's Day, right? I tell people all the time: if you want to have a good time with your ladies, cop that blue roses right there. Got something on there for everybody. If you want to get that late night loving, make her feel good. She's gonna have that shit on level ten, you know? Like, oh, let me hear that shit liking that. Let me hear that dance for you. I laugh, I laugh because I laugh because there's one record where you're like, man, I don't even need my ex, and then like three songs later, it's just like, damn, I miss my ex. (laughs) Like that's kind of surreal shit. 
sometimes you realize a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, once you've been through something with somebody for so long, at times you don't want to start over. Yeah. And especially if you've been in a super long relationship, if you're doing things like you're going to the movies, that go foreign places, you buying jewelry, you like, oh, I got to spend like 30, 40, 50 grand on this five, 10 year relationship. I'm not mm. trying to start over. Yo, it's tough, it's man. It's not going to be the same because all the things that you've done, mm. memories you have with that other person, every time you go do something similar, it's going to bring that flashback to when you mm. was with that person, even when you're with the new person. So, so that's what I want to depict in the album. Right. So this whole album is basically a love story, if you will. Is it personal yeah, to it, you? Yeah, the whole the whole the whole tape is based upon one female. It's all it's all a true story, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the whole tape is based upon a true story. The only thing I learned, I tried not to get people in trouble. So I started as I write songs, I stopped leaving the names in there. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Anonymous. Just like if we on social media or IG, I might take a photo with a chick and she might have a man. I ain't tagging in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't Oh no trouble, man. Yo, 100%. <laughs> Niggas be accidentally snitching on these, on themselves all the time, man. Smart 100%. Man. Now, on that on that topic, right? If you're someone like me cuz I'm an artist myself, of course, mm -hmm. right? The listeners know, you know, but when I do songs that are personal to me and that actually have a connection to someone that I still deal with or know, talk to in any type of way, normally I'll tell them like, yo, you know, I'm putting I'm putting this down the third out. Ain't nothing crazy, but, you know, I'll let them hear it first, kind of. And it's almost like a, it's almost just like a not, you're not really asking for anything, but it's more just out of respect. Like, yo, I want you to kind of hear this project first or know what it is because it's nothing disrespectful. And it's nothing meant to be disrespectful. It's just my story, but I want you to hear it so you're not caught off guard. Are you that way as an artist when you know you're writing about someone uh, or something that's going to affect someone else, possibly, especially if people close to you are listening and they know who this is about? You know, um, how do you kind of navigate that sort of scenario? I mean, for me, the way I navigate that is just I tell the truth and only the facts. I don't say, okay, well, I think this, I think that. Because my lyrics are pretty much 95% of my life. I might embellish here and there just for showmanship, but 95% of my life. So I tell the facts. The young lady who the tape is about, she already had a copy of it like 30 days ago. So she validated. She's right. like, it was fire. Oh, I can't stop listening to it. She, she had it in her car like for like the whole, like since she got it, she was bumping that joint, tagging me, sending me text mm. messages and stuff. Nope. But the main thing to do is just be authentic, state the facts, Move mm. forward like that and just avoid those uh Vlad TV type of situations. You know what I mean? Don't 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 say too much. You say enough so that people could wonder, they can infer, but unless you come out and just directly say it, nobody, mm. no, no harm, no foul. That's a gem. Hard you, hard you, hard you. Um just going on, you know, more or less me being a producer, I'm more thinking like on the sound. So mm -hmm. I noticed, you know, on the project, and, and I appreciate it for this, you didn't really chase a sound of today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, do you do that purposely or is that just because now this is me, this is the music that I want to make and this is what y'all going to get? You know what I mean? That's how I felt like we got with this album, but like, you know, wh how, how could you answer that? You know what I mean? I mean, it's a little bit of both. You got to think, I'm a student of hip hop, so I mm -hmm. grew up on the Nas, the Biggie, the Jay-Z's, mm -hmm. uh, the Big L's, the Big Puns. AZ. AZ is my favorite rapper, Ghostface Killer. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, my favorite MC in terms of females is Queen Latifah. Like, I study, I research. I'm not just on the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the little babies, the, the babies, those guys mm -hmm. like that. I listen to them, I enjoy their music, but I'm more so 
a fan of the craft. Right. So mm-hmm. when I was making this particular pro- project, I wanted to showcase my penmanship, the lyricism, the wittiness, the metaphors, the punchlines, and be true to my background. Uh-huh. So for some people that don't know, if they're looking at the bottom, you see A Borders, you know what I'm saying? That's my government name, even though Los mm-hmm. Lawrence stage name. I always like mm-hmm. to pay homage to both. But mm-hmm. I went to F.H. LaGuardia High, which is the top high school in New York City, but it's also the number one performing arts high school in New York City. And mm-hmm. as a result, I got a chance to be immersed in different types of music. So when you listen to my music, you hear soul, you hear jazz, you hear mm-hmm. classical. In addition to you'll hear some of the more up to date type of sounds on there. Mm-hmm. So collectively, everything is just kind of like a hodgepodge or, you know, a little porridge. And I stirred it all together. And there you have it. Blue Roses. I want to talk about there for you, because um, uh, I think that is a good example of a song that highlights all those things you just said, like your background, you being a student of hip hop, um, you know, kind of down to like the boom bap feel that it has. But there's also a nice, smooth kind of jazzy undertone to it. It's really dope. And, um, you know, I think what you did with the chorus really speaks to everything that you just said. That's one of my favorites on there. It was that sort of meant to be a, a single on the joint for you? Did you sort of want to highlight that as um, something that stuck out? Yeah, I would say on that tape, it's three different singles. Well, actually four. Mm-hmm. Pretty Girl will be classified as a single. We get ready to shoot that in Atlanta on February 6th. She Loved Me. Mm-hmm. She Liking That. And of course, There For You. Right. And to touch back to like you were saying with There For You, it is an ode to the vintage hip hop, the lyricism, because that hook is like an interpolation of what? The mm-hmm. meth, the meth, right. the Mary Jane. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be there, there for, for you. you. Yeah. Keep yeah. it real with me, I keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. So that was just a way of blending the old school with the new school, but mm-hmm. also still being true to me. Yeah. Uh, we have a video that's already done for that and it's currently out, but we're going to blast off with that. As the people see, it's going to be the actual on the 29th, which is the same day as this gotcha. is airing. And going back to what I was saying, my real life is in my songs. That video where people can check right now is on YouTube, but it'll be on Worldstar and other platforms very shortly. And I just did a deal with um, one particular company. So it's going to be on Roku TV and uh, another cable television. We just did a deal today. Um, The girl that I'm talking about, the whole song and the whole album, Mm. that's her who's in the The video. video. We shot the video in Orlando, Florida. And we actually went to the Waldorf Astoria in Puerto Rico. So you see shots from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And you'll also see shots from Orlando when we was at uh, the arcade and moving around. And Tallahassee, Florida, when we went to uh, Hotel Duval, which is the number one uh, hotel in this area. Oh, nail emoji. Okay, I see you out here. Nah, flossing, but that's how you, that's how, listen, that's how you got to do, man. That's how I was trying to say, I, I had too much jury on. I want to put too much jury on, you know what I'm saying? You ain't want to have it all rattling in the mics and all that. Nah, it's all good. Yeah. Stunt, stunt, man, stunt. And that's how we are from the Bronx. Like, all of us here, we know what it is to stunt. We know what it's like to want, you know, because you can, we, we grow up, we see the OG stunting, and it's like, yo, we want that. And, you know, you can't always... You know, you can't get what they have at home most of the time. So you either got to be on the streets with them and see how they get in it. And, mm. you know, if you smart, you decide for yourself how you want to move. Either you want to follow in their footsteps or you want to figure it out another way. But either way, you always want to stunt. We just come from that. Hip hop is just all about flossing and, and, and expressing exactly. yourself. And, That's you know, okay. for a lot of people, we didn't have shit. Coming up now, when you when you got your hands on anything, it's I'm a, damn right I'm gonna show this shit off. So mm-hmm. right, yeah, like we all about that shit. Talk about 
talk about talk about the low life shit. Talk about why you know how you got into polo heavy. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you know, what 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 kind of put you into that background? We hear it in all the songs. We see you floss down mm-hmm. heavy in it right now. We heard the outro on the on the mm-hmm. joint. You know, a lot of people we yeah, got the, we, we got we got low. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. So um, you know, talk about that a little bit. All right, so I'm gonna touch on that in just a sec, but I want to touch on what you were saying about you know getting fresh. Uh, the crazy thing about it. I like getting fresh, but I don't like to do it every day. Honestly, mm-hmm. in today's era of hip-hop, if you're not looking like you got the jury on, people ain't really trying to listen to you. Right. So I always tell people, flash your flare sells albums so I can't be discreet. Right. That's right. why I do it like that. Also, for those who may be watching this, I tell people all the time, if you purchase it just because you might have the ability to purchase it, you have to be able to protect it. Right. So if you got a certain amount of jewelry on your neck and you're not a fighter, you don't, you're not able, you're not street savvy to see what's going on around you, I would advise you not to buy it because you're going to have more heartache behind it. Right. If you don't have enough money to insure your jewelry so that you can get it back and not have the puppy dog face like, oh my God, they violated me. <laughs> don't do it because it brings a lot of, it's good attention from the females and people. Some people might admire you. Mm-hmm. Then you also have the haters that come behind you like, look at him, he think he's doing this. And they mm-hmm. feel a type of complex and they want to bring you back to the level. So they try to try you and test you for the jury. That's a gem. So it's always, always good to be mindful of that and use this up here when you're mm-hmm. trying to go out and shine, especially if you're out of town and you don't know nobody. That's or you're a female who is not street savvy as well. But, um, to touch on what you were saying with the low life thing, I mean, I've been wearing polo for a minute. Mm-hmm. Many people don't know Ralph Lauren is, is from where? It's from the Bronx. Bronx. Yeah. Yes, sir. But low life is a Brooklyn thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I used to chill with a lot of people from Philly. And of course, polo was always big. It's always been a big yeah. part of uh, New York fashion. Mm, yeah. But I started to take to it more because of this particular reason. And that's say, for example, I want to go to church or a job interview. Or I want to look nice. I could have that polo shirt and I could tuck it in my slacks. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm respected. Yeah. But then if I want to chill with the homies on the block, I untuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And you're still fresh. It's a yeah. universal fit. That's a fact. In addition to that, you also have to look at it. It's a brand that's considered to be luxury. It's respected. Mm-hmm. From the poor man to the rich man, you'll find it with a polo shirt. They might not have the big teddy bear on it or the gaudy stuff, but it's respected it's... by everybody who wears it. You'll mm-hmm. see it from old to young. Mm-hmm. So what wound up happening, I was doing my thing, moving around, doing my one-two thing, as the homie dark man would say, mm-hmm. and shipping Big Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rack got noticed to me. So Rack was one of the OGs, one of the founders of the Low Lives, whatever like that. He helped to bring uh, Marcus Garvey and uh, SJP mm-hmm. together because originally it was like Ralphie's kids and a couple other crews together to click them together. Mm-hmm. So he seen what I was doing, like the music, see how I was moving. So they got together, was like, yo, we like how you're doing, you official, we're going to make you official. Gotcha. So the way it works, it takes two members to bring you in, to validate you, to bring you in. It just so happened, I happened to have top ranking, top level members mm-hmm. bring me in because of what I was doing and how I was showcasing myself and carrying myself. Gotcha. And ever gotcha. since then, I've just been running with the torch. Had a couple of setbacks, you know, federal case, some mm-hmm. other stuff going mm-hmm. on, but I beat that. Hey, Health things, I beat you. that. COVID, I beat that. Mm-hmm. So we back now, we rocking now. Full speed ahead. That's what's up. Damn, man. I was going to ask you uh, if Dallas Penn jumped you in, but you kind of <laughs> just got through all of that. <laughs> you, you also, also got to think too much. For me, I'm playing, it's a I'm different, playing, by the way. No, no, no. But for, but for me, it's a different generation. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to think low lives for New York's history, for New York City history, was known for being violent. Mm-hmm. 
So, like I say, you have to be official. Still to this day, you have to be official. You can't be like somebody's going to yeah. hurt you or chunk you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just around the time where the deceps is popping, where mm-hmm. you'd be on the train, there'd be 30 people in the back car with graffiti on the train. And if you wasn't mm-hmm. one of them, you didn't know nobody, or you wasn't thorough, you're losing everything you got. Take that teddy, teddy sweater off of that suicide mm-hmm. joint. Mm-hmm. Can't have none of that. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. So, so when you, it's technically a street gang, but we refer to it as a fraternity now. You know, it's a fraternity. <laughs> I like that. that word. <laughs> I like fraternity. You know, we, we wear colors. You know, we have meetings. You know, just like all the other frats. Mm. We meet. We have duels. You know, we congregate. We go to different locations. Respectfully, respectfully, no stealing, no robbing, man. So listen, man. You just you you just mentioned that you you know you beat um, cases, you beat COVID, you beat a lot, right? Um, talk about some of that, man. We don't we don't hear that in this album. This this album, like you said, is a different. It's telling a different story. Um, mm-hmm. Are we gonna expect some some music? Um, you know, kind of curtailing those aspects of of your life um i i expect so but mm-hmm. outside of that we're already seeing the merchandise um i yep. know i know i know that um you know i've seen you post a few joints on the ig and mm-hmm. um you know some of the designs you got the i beat covid joint um mm-hmm. you know but but kind of talk about that a little bit you know because that's got to be big especially in this climate that we're living in right now most definitely so to touch on the question about some of the other topics, like I said before, that Allergic to Failure project, which you can get on all streaming platforms, is available now. Even on my band camp, is available now. For those people who want to have access to it that might not be too familiar how to navigate the different sites, get at me on IG or Twitter. It's Los Lauren 718 all common spelling, L-O-S-L-A-U-R-E-N, 718 numbers. And on Allergic to Failure, I touched on those particular topics, but I'm going to go into more detail with that. And the upcoming project that's coming outside of this particular project that's dropping the roses is going to be called Jabs. Okay. So for those people, this one here is more like the smooth, the fly stuff, mm-hmm. the lady stuff, the singles is a little bit easier where easier on the ears with the jabs. I'm getting get back to the niggerism. You know, that's BX <laughs> Florida <laughs> shit. Cause I, I learned a lot being in Florida. So mm-hmm. that's where you're gonna get more so of that vibe there. Uh, to touch on a couple of court cases, I had to do like 30 days in the county jail, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was already in the house. What happened was one of the DJs down here, JC, who's on V89, he used to always show me love. He let me shoot a music video in the actual mm-hmm. studio mm-hmm. in in the radio station, not like on the ad with the microphones in the radio station that comes on down here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? With the BBS. Right. So he wound up getting into a bad car accident. Now, he wound up having a fundraiser. I was in the crib chilling. I wasn't going to go plan to go to it, but he was like, yo, you coming through? I said, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I went to the party. I had me like a Long Island iced tea. Driving back, I was literally two blocks from my house. Cop pulls me over. Mm. Or he comes to the car, I have a little pouch where I have all my information. And so as soon as mm-hmm. he came, here's everything. Person goes back to the car. Doesn't come back. Doesn't tell me where I'm stopped. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes pass. I'm like, ah, right, here come the bullshit. Cause at this time it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm on the side mm. of the road. Black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another car comes up. Can you step outside the car? For what? Can you step outside the car? Okay. Mm. What you do a sobriety test for what? Just want you to sobriety test. So sobriety test is what? 
you go through the alphabet, but you got to say it backwards mm-hmm. and not sing. I did that. Then they want you to hold your foot up, right? And balance for like five seconds. But at this point in time, I have on Timberlands that have never been creased. So they're not broken into. <laughs> well, that's that pain. You know, if that's you get that fly, pain. You don't want to have, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? So I do that. So he was like, all right, everything's good. We're about to let you go. Let me see your rent, your hand. I was like, for what? Nigga took my hand. The fuck? Took me to the county. In the county jail. The funny thing, you in a holding pen. I'm sitting there. It's wasting time. Like, yo, this is some bullshit. Mm. So I'm in there with random niggas in there. You know, I'm fresh. I'm like, damn, man, why I'm in here? This old bum ass nigga in here. This other guy over here. Also, he was like, the borders, you can actually... Goodbye now if you want. I was like, all right, so just let me go. Came out, swiped my debit card. Ding! They was like, oh, you out? You don't need nobody to come get you. No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you stack for the rainy day. You got to be like the third little piggy with the bricks. You got to prepare mm. yourself. You can't be out here splurging. I'm out. Right. Mm. The fuckery is, now I got to get my, my stuff back and I got to retrieve the car. Mm. So after going through that, that held me up during a particular time because if anybody been booked before, once you get booked, mm. you can't leave the city. Mm. Can't do shows in your city, but you can't travel. Right. Couldn't go to the BET Awards. Couldn't go to mm. the Grammys. Couldn't go out of town to shoot no videos. Right. So it held me up until the case was done. But here's the other thing, because many people don't understand is that, yeah, we're artists. Yeah, we're producers. But most of us have daytime jobs, too. Right. Mm. Some people had these side hustles. You know, some people sell liquor on the side. Some mm. people jug a little something, something. You know, some people scam. You know, right, that's right, not right. me, though. You know, I'm in the house. I read books. You stay on. You stay on. You know, I'll be reading the books. Yeah, I'm, books. I'm mm-hmm. a nerd, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. <laughs> what wound up happening was I had exhausted all my time because during that time, my father had a stroke. Mm. So he had several strokes before which had paralyzed him to a wheelchair, but he had another stroke, which uh, messed up his speech. Then he had another stroke, which had um, put him in a coma. So Mm. I had to take Family Medical Leave Act, which exhausted all my time. Right. And I went to New York. I wasn't even supposed to go to New York. I was in New York for three months straight. Yeah. But I had a great lawyer. He was able to take care of all my appearances, and I was in New York. So if you notice from that time period, it was nothing I posted on social media at all. I was low-key, like not trying to have niggas find me or nothing. And I went to Puerto Rico to shoot that video during that time period. You know what I'm saying? But it was was risky. So when I came back, again, going back to that video and the whole album, the girl who I was dating at the time, we decided to go down to the Florida Keys. Mm -hmm. As soon as I came back, I was down there one day. um, I got called back as soon as, like that night, my mom said my dad had passed. Damn. So I had to fly back to New York and that killed some additional time because I had to use what's called bereavement time. Yeah. They only yeah, give you three days, like a day down, funeral, day back. Right. But at that time, my personal time off had restarted. So the lady was like, oh, I can't give you no more time. Da, 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 da. When it came time to have the court hearings and proceedings, mm. it was like, well, we could take it to trial. We could beat it, but it's going to be a few days. By me not having any more PTO off, I couldn't take off from work. Uh, so I was like, fuck it. What type of deal they giving me? They was like, well, first, if you lose, even though it's your first offense, if you lose, you got to do a mandatory year in jail. Uh, I said, well, 
the probabilities on our side because they don't have no tape. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool. And the officer got to show up. But by me not having time to go, and I wasn't trying to rap to the people up there and telling my personal business, because let's be clear. In, in life, people life be whack. So what they want to do, they want to talk about your life. Your life is entertainment. Mm-hmm. So if I tell a person A the story, person C, D, E, F, G, will know about the whole situation and it doesn't even concern them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I said, fuck it. What they going to give me? 30 days. I said, well, fuck it. Out of 20 or 30 days. I was like, well, fuck it. I mean, it's county jail and I know everybody in the town. Right. How fucking hard could it be? Mm-hmm. But because I had that short of a time when I did my 30 days, you know how you have to have a job and shit like that. My job was hard labor. So I'm out there with a chainsaw cutting down trees. I ain't never mm-hmm. touched a chainsaw in my life. <laughs> I'm in the water with water up to my legs. I'm picking out weeds. I'm shoveling shit. I'm learning how to be a landscaper and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they had me in the jail with the, like the fucking sanding machine was standing on the blocks in the cell block. Never had that shit before. Mm. Not that CEOs. It, it was crazy, but oh, another thing. I want to shout out the boy, uh, the CEO Ho. I'll tell you a quick story about this nigga. When you go to jail, <laughs> when you go to jail, niggas don't think that you're going to get out. Mm. So he see me in there. I got the fucking jumpsuit on, right? Mm. Yeah, man, you need to do this. Work faster, work faster, work, work faster. I got out, right? Mm. It was something in town called Relay for Life where people march for like cancer and, you know, different awareness, stuff like that. I happened to be there. Dressing in regular tie because he never seen me in street clothes. Mm-hmm. He walked on the track. I said, look at this nigga right here. He's slipping. He was <laughs> uh-huh. I woke up to him, put my arm on his neck. Officer Ho, what's going on? You remember me? Hey, what's going on? I was like, you talking to that shit in the fucking jail. What's up? though?" <laughs> Oh, well, you know, it's my job. I was like, yeah, but we still human beings. You didn't think I was going to get out. I had a short amount of time, but you talking real breezy, but I could do dirty right here in front of all the people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let me be on point, right? Mm-hmm. But you with your family, I'm going to let you have a nice day. But mm-hmm. just remember that just because a person go to jail don't mean a fucking evil person, that's shit can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got with the jail for what? Tax evasion, but he paid his accountant, but the accountant wasn't doing the shit he needed to do. Right. So that's the story with that, though. But we got out of that. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, jail not for me. You can't eat crab legs and that motherfucker. <laughs> ain't no bitches. All the, the CEOs is fat and washed up and shit like that. I'm like, I'm like man, ain't got no bitches in their head. I was in there so long. I was thinking like, damn, man, this fat bitch actually looking kind of good right here. Like, shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a, you know what I'm saying? She got some softness, keeping nigga warm. This shit is mm-hmm. cold. Niggas taking, yo, yo, it's so cold in that bitch. We had to take toilet paper. You put the water on the toilet paper and he throw it up in the vent to clog the vent to keep the AC from coming in. Oh, wow. Some bullshit. Yo, you only get two flushes on the toilet every 15 minutes. Mm. So if you fuck up and do some crazy shit, you done. And they only <laughs> give you like a cup like this to have like a sip of water. So when you in there with this, like it's some bullshit. Mm. And they give you the fucking nut ass slides, some brown ass slides. You got to walk with like some flip flops. It's just like thinner than a sheet of paper. That shit is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you used to being Coogee down, Polo down, phone mm-hmm. positive, this, Steve mm-hmm. Tech North Face, you wearing furs, you got jewelry on. You like, I can't live like this, man. Yeah, yeah shit is whack. Shit, shit ain't for me, man. Shit is whack. And man. it holds you up from everything that you're trying to do. And essentially, you're paying while you're in it. Yeah, p- pretty much. Yeah, so, of course. It's a business, man. It's yeah, a business. That's all it is, man. It's yeah, a business. So, they got to keep that head count up, man. That's how they get paid. 
Shit is yep. a nasty business, man. But we but but we came back, we bounced back, you know what I'm saying? And we and yo, you know what I appreciate seeing is like I said, you know, you and I, we came from the same cloth, you know, and and you know, you and my older brother, bro. I, I remember short story. I remember that you had copped the fucking music generator for PlayStation, bro. And yep. you were so excited to like tell like, you know, my, my, my brother and YG, and you was just like, yo, I got this joint. Like, we about to start. Like, yo, mm. we about to start making beats. Like, yeah. no more of that bullshit. Mm. Like, yo, we really came from, you know, the bottom with this you shit. You know what's like, funny? When I met G, and I was already producing at this time, mm -hmm. he started talking about that situation. I was just yeah. like, oh, shit. I started off on that, too. And he was just like... Yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and that then, shit, niggas didn't realize that. Like you was really, you could really make beats on that. You know what I mean? Right. And niggas was actually making records on that shit, man. And it was, it was a lot of people start. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it was what it was what you had at the time. A lot That's of people because at that time, ne nobody just had laptop. Like Fruity Loops wasn't just mm -hmm. a thing. And you know, you had to have an NPC. You had to have equipment, and you had That's to know fact. how to use it. And you had to have thousands of dollars to pay for this shit. Right. Um. And here comes PlayStation for two hundred dollars. Any, you know, nice middle class household had one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Music generator was right there for everybody who wanted to get started, and it was a lot of people's start, man. So, word. And then after that, shout out to Pirate Bay. Yo, yo, Pirate Bay. <laughs> shout out to all the torrents, yo, RB torrent sites, man. Word, man. Yeah. Word. And word. I'll, I'll touch on that. So, I had Disney you know, Plus growing before up Disney in Plus. the Bronx, as you stated, like people didn't really have a whole bunch of bread. And right. I mean, let's be clear, these machines cost five, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, man. Me copping the thing came out of the result is as what. So you got people at 16 or 17 years old, you might be rapping better than them, but mm. they still want to be an artist. So instead of helping you out or helping your squad out to get to the next level, we would go to their spot, they would have beats, be like, yo, give us a thousand dollars. Where the fuck are we getting a thousand dollars from when niggas is working summer youth for winter youth? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Young. know what I'm saying? No, you trying right. to get fresh. Where we where we getting the bread from? Mm. Then you you so selective with the times we could come through, we can't do that. So by having a the MTV music generator. It allows to make the beat. So that became like the hood Dr. Dre. So <laughs> I love making music so much. What the funny story was, I tell a nigga, well, if you want a beat, the only thing you got to do is come sit with me, tell mm. me what you want, and sit for me the whole time making a beat. But yeah, you got to yeah, give yeah. me a box of crown fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, <laughs> that was my beat. Three come with extra salt, and you can sit, and I make the beat right there. Yeah. And then I make it to your liking. And then my monitors was like, um, I actually got it in here with like a Phillips big boom box shit mm. that I had. Yeah. So mm. being I had the first generation PlayStation, the very first one that came out, it had the auxiliary cords in the back. Mm -hmm. I ran the auxiliary into the speakers. The speakers. Turn them yep. into like studio monitors. So mm -hmm. I can hear what it truly sounds like because yeah. from the television, you can't see what the bass level is like, the EQ mm -hmm. level is like, mm -hmm. and it'd be off. Everything was like, damn, their mono is just straight and center. Yep. Right, correct. So after I would make a beat, here's the thing, going back to the Fruity Loops, right? Mm -hmm. My man had Fruity Loops. He would make beats. He had fire beats, but mm -hmm. he was trashed at rapping. Mm -hmm. So he would try to store this. So I have to walk from <laughs> his, crib to his crib yeah. with the PlayStation in my book bag, right? Yeah. With some blank discs. Like like, thirty minutes away to go to his house for ten minutes mm. to put the PlayStation, hook my PlayStation up, run the cords into his computer, press the play button so he can record it in real time, and he'll bounce it on the CD. And that's how we got the CD to go to the studio. We used to go to G, who got the barbershop, you know, Phase One, which is a different name now. Mm. Go up there with the CD, mm. and then rap from that onto the zip drive, being that he has 
zip, the zip this was in. Yeah. And that's how we used to do it. Every beat I would make, I would have to go up there, politic mm-hmm. with this nigga, like, yo, pay me $40 an hour. $40 an hour was a lot back then. Yeah, yeah, OD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and that's how we did it. But over time, I grew out of that because it's difficult to be the nigga that writes the rhymes. Mm-hmm. The nigga that makes the beats, especially when mm-hmm. you mixing down the beats, the mm-hmm. guy that goes to the studio, I don't have enough time for that. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I went to FAMU, so I moved on afterwards, and that's what made me go out to seek other producers. I would essentially tell them my vision. Mm-hmm. They'll make the beat, and I'll come back in and like puffy it, like more hi-hats, more snares. Right. Make it eight bars here, 16 bars there. More so executive producer than being hands-on. I still mm-hmm. produce, but... I mean, by the time you filled in you, emails, you're on social media, you're closing deals for Airbnbs, for locations, you're paying an accommodation for your cameraman, you're paying his per diem for him to eat, mm. you got the females. You know, I told my homie sometimes, I was like, man, I'll be going, I'll be going whole shopping. <laughs> he said, what? You said what? I said, yeah, it's literally, well, female shopping. Let me, let me clean it up. Yeah, yeah, shopping yeah. for females. It's not prostitution, but it's sort of like that. Mm. Whenever you get ready to do a video, and if you want to get the video girls out, they send you a booklet. Well, all the girls' names, stats, height, weight. And mm. it's basically a catalog, and you go shopping. Who do you want? This is her feed. This is her hourly rate. And you go like that. That's I wild. mean, it's basically like, you know, when you when you go in and you're getting your rider and shit like that, and they, you know, they'll have yep. a whole list of, you know, the restaurants and all that. What what you can, you know, what do you want? Yep. Hey, man, but but listen, bro, um, we could do this all night, bro. I know, cause we we just got you know, cause <laughs> honestly, like you know, like we we're all artists here. You're a producer, I'm an artist who also used to produce and stopped doing it for the mm. same reasons as you. We could talk about this forever, um, but yeah, man, it blue was, roses. Go ahead, go ahead. It was one thing I did want to point out to those people who may be listening to upcoming artists, man. The number one thing is that you have to remember if you rapping for your friends, you rapping on the block. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but. You got to mm-hmm. think the music industry, the music business, it's a mm-hmm. business. So you have to have your paperwork correct. Fact. Copyright fact. your name. You don't want to start out building a name for yourself and wind up with a lawsuit. And now you got to start all over from scratch, take all your songs down for all the media and start over like a new artist, especially after you spent $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 into it. Mm-hmm. So research your name, get your paperwork correct, make sure your artwork is correct because this is a business. People dap you up while you hot, when you cold, they stop answering your calls. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you keep true. Network as much as possible. Fastest way to network, get on different people's songs. Get into other people marketplaces by just doing that and just being humble. You might be the nicest nigga, but you don't always got to... That's a fact. Pat yourself in the back. Let the people do that for you. That's a fact. Well, listen, I was, words. yeah, that was, that exactly, that's a gem. I was getting ready to say, you know, um, Blue Roses coming out, same time as this, go get it um, on every DSP, right? Apple Music, Spotify, we'll be able to find it everywhere. All platforms, and if you want the limited edition copy, just DM me or hit the website, hit me on any social media, let me know. And the limited edition copy has two bonus songs, and it has all the clean versions. So if you're an older person, and you got little ones in the car, you don't want to, have them hear certain words or certain things. You just mm-hmm. skip all the way to the bottom. After the last track, track the whole CD repeats itself, but everything is clean. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So take us out. Um, where can everybody find you? And what are your last words? You did just leave us off with a great gem. Um, but outside of that, where could we find you? And, and, and what are some last things you would like to say to the people? Well, I want to give a shout out to y'all first. But it's your boy, Lewis Lawrence, 718, a.k.a. Arthur Borders, a.k.a. AAB. You know what I'm saying? The bombable flow, man. 
Dougie Fresh Low. You know, I'm in the building all day, heavy. Grr. You hit me on IG, Twitter, Facebook. Everything is Los Lawrence 718, L O S L A U R E N 718. Like, for all y'all to take the time out, check out that Blue Roses, man. You will mm-hmm. not be disappointed. You got any time? Go check out Worldstar. I got videos on there too. Forgive me. It's the last one to drop. There for you. Getting ready to drop. We're going to keep hitting y'all, man. 2021, we're going to keep doing our thing, going to the top. I want a plaque for the wall, baby. I want a plaque for the wall. Hey, I hear that, bro. I hear that. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah, I mean. Well, listen, again, appreciate you um, taking the time out to do this. You know, we're we're actually blessed that we're in an environment these days where we figured it out. We could do it virtually. Um, yep. This was a long time coming. As you know, we've all been working. But yeah, man, yep. you know, let's actually continue this. Let's 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 get back. Let's work. Let's figure out how we could all, you know, elevate each other. Um, but for those listening, I'm out of here. I'm signing out at J Omega S on every social media network. You already know. We out. It's Sire on all Sire on the beat on all of the medias that are social. I'm out of here, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Two L's up. Yo, shorty, I'll be there for you anytime you need me. Text, call my phone when you need me. I'll help you with your homework. Snow White, I never do you greasy. Speak, I supply with the need be. Love of me is hard like freaking cotton in the summer. It ain't easy. Ask my mama, yeah, she can vouch. Please believe me. Let me work my magic like a wizard, not from D.C. You ain't got an email, your boy, just to see. So you're all that I need, and I'll be there for you. If you keep it real with me, I keep it real with you. With you and your whole season, I mean that boo. On top of that, you got the good power, you. You're all that I need, and I'll be there for you. If you keep it real with me, I keep it real with you. With you and your whole season, I mean that boo. On top of that, you got yo, some good power, yo. you. She give me all the love, even when I ain't worthy. She lady like tight to cross her legs, do a curse. She always by my side, yeah, she never desert me. Even though she gave the cakes, and it wasn't my birthday. Shorty so sweet, yeah, it wasn't my birthday. When I'm sick, what she do? Chef soup to nurse me. Good girl, not the kind of give it the first day. The reason why I broke Canary's not in a birdcage. She, she, she all that I need, and I'll be there for you. If you keep it real with me, I keep it real with you. With you and your whole steez, and I mean that boo. On top of that, you got the good power, you. Good power, all that I need, and I'll be there for you. If you keep it real with me, I keep it real with you. With you and your whole steez, and I mean that boo. On top of that, you got some good power, you. Yo. Nothing makes a man feel better than a woman The opposite of a woman is a good man If she acting funny like I can't stick the wooden Man, I gotta look her like the kids do the rapper on the pudding Shorty got my love always Cause she love me though I'm ghetto like graffiti in the hallways What's getting wrinkled when her hair turns gray It don't matter cause I'm here to stay One more time, bro I miss you. I can't wait to see you. I love you.